It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Dr. McDeacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice cold beer. You know what I, I, I believe in as well, is like the power of uh, a never ending buffet. I'm not a buffet guy. You're a big buffet guy? What's I, a never ending buffet? Like, you know, when you go to like one of those all-inclusive resorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Now yeah, you got yeah, yeah. me. Now like, the Deacon's got me. Maybe not a buffet. An unlimited, like, supply of good food and beverage. Because the China buffet has led to a lot of diarrhea in my life. Well, Not know, for me, but for yeah, my patients. We had, I mean, back before, I mean, there was a lot of buffets. There were. Right? There were like uh, uh, sushi buffets. There and, was one on Sweet Row that was the bomb back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah, there was lots of buffets. You know, my, my parents love a good buffet. In fact, they just went on a cruise. Wow. They did a little cruising. They did. Nice. L- l- the reason I bring it up is because I think you'll find this interesting. I wonder how you would handle this. You got to, let's call him patient X. We'll say his name is Peter. <laughs> is his wife Pam? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll I'm, call I'm, I'm, patient I'm, X. I'm ready to play along. Okay. So uh, patient X, uh, before the cruise. Is he Peter Sr. and P- you're Peter Jr.? We have different middle names. His middle name is Alan and mine is Sprague. I never understood why you're still not a junior. I don't know. But we so have you're different not a junior. I'm not a junior. Does he ever refer to you as junior? No, just little Peter. Is he still alive? Because I'm worried where this he, story is going. He's still alive. But barely. At the recording of this episode. <laughs> so let's check this out, right? So you got patient X. He, uh, so patient X is on a blood thinner. Okay. Um, has a history. For atrial fibrillation or for blood clots? For blood clots. Okay. Has a history of, uh, of high blood sugar. Um has a history of high blood pressure. And he is your father. And then... <laughs> he got that the day you were born. This patient uh, feels some shortness of breath and some uncomfortableness. In fact, his leg is swollen the day before he leaves for his cruise. But he realize, he decides it's a five-day cruise. I'm going to go on the cruise and I'll deal with it when I come back. Wow. He shouldn't have a blood clot because he's on a blood thinner. He should be on a blood thinner. So he goes on the cruise. He So he's on a blood thinner, but he's not taking it? Well, he's been prescribed a blood thinner, but he hasn't had any blood clots. Because he's, he's on a blood thinner. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he goes on the cruise. He, where did he cruise around to? Uh, I don't know exactly where their cruise went to. It was a newer cruise line. You know, they live down like Cape Canaveral area where the cruises happen. So they go on this cruise... Uh, the day they get back from the cruise, they call um, their daughter to say, hey, you're picking us up from the cruise. You're going to take us right to the emergency Are we going to call her daughter Z or Andy? We'll call her Andy. Okay. So she takes them to the emergency room. My dad says, I know I've, I've got a blood clot and um, I don't feel great. 
I've been short of breath. When, how long have you been short of breath? Well, it started on Tuesday. This is now Sunday. So he got on a cruise ship short of breath? Well, once while he was on the cruise ship, experienced some shortness of oh, breath. Oh, okay. And the feeling, did not say anything to anybody there, came, went to the doctor, went to the emergency room. Doctor comes in and says, are you on any blood thinners? He said, well, I was on Eliquis. And the doctor says, oh my, I want to know the name of the person that took you off of this. And patient Z says, well, nobody took me off of it. I kind of stopped taking it. And the doctor says, oh boy, that's a bad idea. You have blood clots in your leg that have, that have moved to your lungs. Wow. So they started him on a drip of heparin yep. to try to dissolve those blood clots. And now patient Z is home comfortably resting uh, to the point where he no longer needed the drip. But he was in the hospital for two days. He's now on Eliquis for the rest of his life. And he was already supposed to be on Eliquis that's for the right. rest of his life. Okay. Uh, he is also on oxygen. Wow. So he's got oxygen that he's brought home with. He's got like three different, he's got a portable, like a, a stationary, and one that will make its own oxygen. I, I, it's, there's like three different machines there. So the, the moral of the story is, um, I don't think I knew how, you know, where blood clots came from or how they started or that you could feel it or whatever. Um, but I certainly am experiencing the after effects of someone who's dealing with blood clots. Yeah. So blood clots often happen in the veins. Dad, uh, we prayed for you. We know that you're doing better and so glad and I love you. If you were my patient, I would have put non-compliance on your chart <laughs> immediately. Right? It would have been like the Seinfeld episode with Elaine, you know, when she kept going into the doctors and they and 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 uh and um and Uncle Leo had had lost his eyebrows, so she tried to draw eyebrows on him and it looked like he was angry the whole time. It's, it's great. Well, blood clots can happen in the legs, a deep vein thrombosis. If DVT. Blood, yeah, DVT. If it is below the knee, it's not as bad. If it's higher up, it has a greater chance of progressing into the lungs and causing a pulmonary embolus or pulmonary emboli, which then can cause strain in the heart and can actually lead to death. There's a very big difference between a provoked versus an unprovoked clot. Okay. So if you... What's have, a provoked clot? A provoked clot is a reason where you would have had a blood clot. So a surgery, oh. post-surgery, increases your chance of having a blood clot a hundredfold. So you take your regular chance of just having a blood clot daily. And then say you were to get a bunion off mm. or you were to break your hip. Uh, or ankle. You or know, my father-in-law had that happen uh, last year. I do. Yeah. I do. And um, he has since passed. He, he, he passed on August 26th of 2022. And it may have been from a blood clot. So that could have been a contributing factor. It could have been what he passed yeah. from. It's hard to know when someone dies because yeah. you don't always check. But if it's provoked, long flight, uh, high dose or new onset birth control for women that are smokers. If you just had surgery, that is a provoked clot. We haven't told many stories about uh, Eddie. Um, <laughs> you know, he broke his ankle because he he was 83 years old. He was still driving and delivering, um, you know, packages and paychecks and sometimes even like gift of life stuff. And he pulled into an unfamiliar location and he thought he put his truck in in park. And he got out to look, 
And then all of a sudden the truck started moving. It was in neutral. And he got back in to stop it because there were some landscapers working. The truck started taking off. He thought it was going to run over them. And he slipped, ran over his own ankle, and then drove himself to the emergency room. Wow. The dude was tough as nails. And uh, and I Did it run over his right ankle or his left? I don't remember. <laughs> right? Because then he drove himself. Then he, yo, he rode, he drove, it rode over his left. It was his left ankle that he broke. And then he drove himself to the emergency room. But... Um, he was a strong man, uh, a great guy. I'm, I'm, I'm married into a good family. His his daughter's amazing, and we certainly miss him all the time. So uh, we miss you, Eddie, and uh, and love you, bud. Yeah, I loved him too. Loved him too. And blood clots are things that sure happen, right? They are dangerous things. They are actually kind of hard to pick up. I didn't realize how dangerous they were. And I didn't even know that somebody could self-diagnose. Like my dad's like, I knew I had one. How did you know you had one? Well, I I guess his leg was swollen. Yes. Significantly. I think that if you had blood clots before, yeah, then you and you're know supposed that to be on medicine forever, and yeah. by chance you stop it, and you get a recurrence of the symptoms, and you're like, these symptoms are previous to the ones I had before, and I'm on a cruise, and I stopped taking my blood thinner. Yeah. But most people really can't. Shortness of breath, heart racing, somewhat chest pain, pleuritic chest pain that's worse when you take a deep breath. That's what it happened one the first the things- time I saw you. Did I have a blood clot when we met? You've had one consisting that's never <laughs> ended since we've ever met. And the honest truth is when someone has an unprovoked blood clot, I am worried that there's a malignancy or a cancer. Okay. Yeah. And so then there's the concern of, hey, what is causing this? And there's been many studies going, hey, should you do a full CAT scan of the entire body or do you just do routine cancer screening? And I just take a good history and do good routine age-appropriate cancer screening because that's what the current recommendation is. Let me ask a question. So if patient Z fell and cracked a rib, could that have promoted something that would have maybe caused a blood clot? Oh, of course. Anything that slows things down. Okay. Anything that keeps you from moving as well, especially something that keeps you from taking deep breaths, increases the chance you get a blood clot. Oh, good to know. Yeah, especially if you have a previous history. There's all sorts of hereditary issues that can cause what we call uh, hereditary thrombophilia. You can have anti-thrombin-3 disorder. You can have uh, protein C deficiency, protein S deficiency, and antiphospholipid antibody syndrome. So there are some kind of genetic markers you can already have that uh, puts you at increased risk of having a blood clot. There's mixed thoughts as to whether or not someone should be tested for that, but I, uh, um, I actually have a few blood clot jokes. You ready? No, I didn't even know they yeah, had yeah, blood yeah, clot yeah, jokes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're terrible. Okay, they're terrible why did the blood clot cross the road? Uh, why? I don't know. I, no, I, I thought that would be one. I think my heart is trying to kill me. It's clotting against me. <laughs> and then, what did the doctor say about the organ donor who died from a clotted artery? What? At least his death was not in vain. <laughs> they're both pretty terrible. They're pretty bad. But... Where I thought about clots recently yeah, was a famous basketball player a few years ago from flying all across country all the time, got a significant blood clot. Oh. And he got treated and he got another one back and he was taking his medicine and then they decided he couldn't play basketball anymore. So Chris Bosh had to retire from the NBA from blood clots. You know... He was from the original big three. The original big three. That was when LeBron said... 
I'm taking my talents to South Beach. To South Beach. And maybe they weren't. I mean, do you remember that show that he put on? I mean, the decision. Yes. I mean, it was a. I mean, that was it was primetime television. So at the time, because I just started reading his biography, okay, it was the number one ranked uh, show on ESPN for many years. That is and crazy. he did not necessarily think it was a great idea. Kanye West came out to hang out with him. It was at a boys and girls club. Maverick Carter, his business partner, said, this is the right answer. Yeah. He's like, well, I trust you. If you think it's the right answer, we'll do it. And it felt awkward the entire time, and it did not go over well. And Twitter is, uh, makes things like this. But it certainly got the buzz up, right? I mean, they created this. They created the big three, the that, big ended, three. that ended with a blood clot. Oof. Maybe when LeBron went back to Cleveland. But Chris Brosh, a.k.a. the Predator, his career ended. Because then LeBron went back and created another big three. Right? With him and, uh, and Kyrie and, uh, Kevin, and Love. Kevin Love. Yeah. Yeah. The original big three was one of my favorites. When they said, we're going to win four, five, six, seven, eight championships. How many they win? Two. Two. Right? But there are four years in the NBA Finals, four times in yeah. two championships. Other famous people. With blood clots. You ready? Okay. Hillary Clinton. All right. Serena Williams. I did know about that one because I'm a huge Serena fan. I love women's tennis. In fact, I've watched uh, most of Wimbledon. It's interesting. You said you're a huge Serena fan, not yeah. a huge Hillary fan? No, I just, I mean, I, <laughs> I love Serena. So I have a question for you. Yeah, talk to me. Blood clots are things that we need to watch out for. Yeah. If you get shortness of breath, if you get calf pain. And I think that we're getting better at trying to diagnose them. It's always something I don't want to miss. And the management of blood clots with some of these new blood thinners is getting easier and easier. What isn't easy for me, because I've really struggled with it in life, and I wonder how you're doing with it, is how to communicate with a father figure, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. Why are you not taking your blood thinner? Are you able to have those discussions with your father? Yeah. In fact, we did, we had some really good conversations. My sister lives down there closer to them. Um, and I, she, she calls me a lot and says, they're driving me crazy. Or like, you don't know what I'm dealing with down here. But I think this most recent event really allowed her to have some conversations with them that were like, hey, dad, what are you doing? And you know, is it inappropriate for me to call the deacon's father and yell at him? No. In fact, his doctor said I'm struggling not to put you know words like idiot and uh, you know and and things like that in my notes. But I want to keep my notes professional. Um, she said, but I, if you were a doctor, you would be an awful doctor. Um, and that's sometimes knowledge, right? My dad was in the medical field for so many years and knows his body really well and thinks he knows. Enough. And, you know, part of it, the reality was part of it was, hey, Eliquis is expensive. Yeah. And it was one of those things where he was like, I, I feel good. I, I've been taking it. I'm doing the right things. I have a couple of drinks every now and then. That helps thin my blood out. Do I really need to be on this <laughs> blood thinner? Right? Um, and, and it's tough when we, when we go against medical advice. You know, and I... You know, so the father-son relationship is an interesting one, right? I trust my dad as, as a kid, 
you want to trust your 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 dad to give you uh, the right advice, the best advice. And no, here's one thing I know. My dad would do anything for me. He's always wanted the best for me. And he loves me no matter what. Yeah. Those are three things that I know regardless. But does he love you as much as he loves Andy or oh, that's a, That's a different question, right? That's a, that's a whole other question. But does he give you advice still? Yeah. Yeah, we still, you know, we, he talks to me often. We'll talk, uh, or, or, you know, most of the time Sunday or Monday about, you know, what they talked about in church and, and what I'm working on and what I'm reading in the Bible and things like that. We, you know, we'll talk about, you know, how we're praying for people, what we're, uh, you know, he tries to hold me accountable in my spiritual life and growth and how important that is. Um, and so I, was he always spiritual ever since I was a kid? Did he find Jesus like you needed to find Jesus at one point? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the story from I understand it is that had he not found Jesus, his life would have been a lot different, maybe, right? That he needed to... Uh, oh, maybe I would have really enjoyed hanging out with Senior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the, uh, the BC version of, of, of Peter Allen. It was there a specific... Thing in his life that brought him to the I ministry think he that met brought my him to mom. Jesus. I think you know, you know, just like my own story, right? You know, I didn't know my wife very long before we got married. My parents, from as I understand it, um, didn't know each other but for a few months and got married in December of uh, 1974, and I was born in August of 1975. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I think yeah. they were together. Everyone's for, doing the math right now. In yeah, bed, right. Well, can you wait till you get to a stoplight? I, th- <laughs> I think they. Yeah, don't don't count on both hands. Um, but, so they weren't married when they had you. No, they weren't when they when I was when, when I was you born, were born. But they were, when you were yeah. conceived, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so into religion. Do you think that they made you in the missionary position? <laughs> Mom, don't listen to that part. Um. Speaking of big threes, you know, it's interesting. I'm, you know, the father-son relationship, the big three, you know, the father, the son, the Holy Ghost. You know, we talk about Jesus's relationship with his father. Let me, let me, let me hit you with this, right? There's a big three. The first big three was not oh, Chris Kevin Bosch. Garnett, Ray Allen. And they were another big three. The first big Paul three Pierce. was John, Peter, and James, three disciples. So the book of John... Uh, really explores and talks about love, specifically in verse John 3.16, we've heard a lot about. Um, and, you know, Christianity is based on God's love for us, that he loved us so much. He wanted to be in relationship with us so much, he was willing to give his son, his only son, to as a sacrifice for us. And then you have Peter, who in his um, writings... It really talks about the divinity, his devotion to, to Jesus as who he was and his, um, that, that Jesus was worthy of being worshipped, that he was so big. And Paul even says it uh, when in a couple of times in the, in, throughout the New Testament and says, listen, he, he's not just a man. He's the son of God who has, was dead and then raised to life. And if he isn't that, then none of it means anything, right? He's either that 
or he's just some dude. And if he's just some dude who happens to be great, he's not worthy of us worshiping and, and following and changing our whole life for. So his divinity, his, his, as a deity, um, worthy of our worship and our praise. And Peter talks a lot about that. And then you have James. And James really um, endures. And so he, his writings talk a lot about faith and faith through service. Right, and you see Jesus in all of those things display his love. Right, you see him love people. You see him um, go to people who are marginalized, who are not cared for, and really love on them. You see Jesus in his recognition of divinity, even to his own father. Right, we we talked about in our um, uh, hyperhidrosis episode. Right, and and we talked about him crying blood. He was in such agony and to do this thing, but he recognized the divinity of his father and said, hey, not, not my will, but yours be done. And so he followed that. And then in James, through faith and service, Jesus trusted, you know, and we see him in service to others throughout how he serves his disciples, how there's, there's times in the Bible where he, um, he serves others even when they don't know who he is. Um, and that's, and that's really important. So they call those the, you know, John, Peter, and James, the, the three pillars of Christianity and the things that they exemplify, love, divinity, and faith through service are three important, uh, pillars of, of, you know, what we believe as, as followers of Jesus Christ. So, um, so that's the, the original big three. Wow. So and you can see down. how that influences all of our relationships. You know, there's a story in the Bible uh, about the prodigal son. And really, all of those things are, uh, are demonstrated in that parable where you got this, this father who's wealthy and his sons. And the one son says, hey, dad, you're going to die at some point. I'm going to get your inheritance why not just give it to me now and let me go live how I want to live? Why should I wait till you're dead and you've passed? If I have it now, I can go live this life. And the dad says, I would love that for you, son. He gives him the inheritance. The son goes off, takes his inheritance, and he blows it. Blows it on women and houses and drinking and partying. The whole deal, right? The Bible says that he just blows his whole inheritance. And at one point, he wakes up and realizes he is no better than a servant in his father's house. In fact, he says, the servants in my father's house live better than me. Mm. So he goes home and he's ready to tuck his tail between his legs and say, dad, I'm willing to just be a servant. And instead, his dad sees him walking, comes out, gets a robe, throws it around and throws his arms around him. My son has come home and then throws a party. Right? So his dad shows that how much he loved him, shows his, 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 his act of service through that love and how he wants to serve his son and all that. Right? And then he shows his, his, his faith and his divinity and recognition that there's something bigger than himself. And so, you know, that story, the other son got a little upset, but then he realized, he said, what, what would you have me do? He's your brother. Would you not want me to treat you the same way? And... Um, it really is a good depiction of, of how God loves us. It is. I do wonder if at some point Jesus gave his father some feedback. <laughs> Pop, you, hey, Pops, you know, uh, this whole 
I'm going to, uh, you know, be crucified. Hey, can we talk about this? Right. As opposed to, like, getting the inheritance. He's like, hey, my man, uh, you know, I know you love me and stuff, but I've got to die here. I mean, can I just not be friends with Judas? Like, do you think? So he's like, Dad, why do I have to be friends with Judas? Nobody wants Judas in the group. I, I'm at the point where there's certain children. I'm like, hey, Brendan, soon I'm going to help you make decisions of who you can hang out with. But currently, I'm going to leave them up to you. Yeah. And Judas, uh, he can't come over. Yeah. But I, but he's on my uh, soccer team. Yep, I don't care. Yeah, we definitely. You know, he can't come over to the birthday party. Yeah, we No Judas to, allowed. We start to see that stuff with our kids, right? You know what the worst part is? Judas is a nice kid, but he's not invited. Yeah, um, Judas, we will, we will, uh, we, we can hang out from afar. So big three, we got. Well, now Peter, a, yeah, we got John, who came for you know John was born not long. John was born not long before Jesus. And then he actually baptized Jesus, and then he got Peter, and then he got James. So we got Chris Bosch and LeBron and D Wade. Yep, and we got all the whole group of TLC. <laughs> and now there's the big three, uh, the big three basketball league. Is that still a thing? Oh, Ice Cube has been doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that it is difficult as you get older and you want to give feedback to your parents. And most of you listening right now have parents that need feedback. And there's something you and definitely your want parents, to tell them. Most of them, yeah, are too old to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Even though I'm surprised at how many of my older patients listen to Doc and the Deacon, so I yeah. do appreciate that. And I love when they come in and they say, make sure to tell the Deacon we said hi. And I want you to know, he does, and then he tells me, and then I pray for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. It is difficult to give our parents feedback. It is difficult to realize our parents are real people. Yeah. And they are imperfect. And they make mistakes. And I am not ready for the time where my son realizes I'm imperfect. I am also not ready for the time when he realizes that I've said so many things about things he's done as a child on the podcast. Yeah. Well, and it's a good thing he's not around to, to hear about all the times when you probably did some of the same things. Oh, yeah. B.C. Yeah. B. B. <laughs> yeah, well, B.B. for you before Brendan. Yes. yes. <laughs> before Deacon. Yeah. All of you out there, take your parents, hug them. Appreciate their humans and they're imperfect because one of the most famous Americans lost his father recently to a uh, pulmonary embolus. And it's not the deacon. It's the rock. Oh, yeah. Big so rock. The rock, uh, the rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh, his father passed from a blood clot. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take much, but it is really important. I think And one of the things that we realized from this, you know, uh, we had to talk to my parents and say, hey. What are your plans for that? What do you want to have happen? Because you can tell us now, but if something happens to one of you, uh, we're going to have to guess. So like, we, it's important to have those conversations. They're not always comfortable. <laughs> I asked my wife and my mother the same question, and you know what she said? Make sure that it's open bar at my <laughs> and make sure I look good. Yeah. And did she say anything about me being there? Oh, yeah. You're a pallbearer. Yeah. Holly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, one of... Uh, and we are a positive podcast. Yeah. But people have died from blood clots. Yeah. And so you need to know if you have shortness of breath, if you've been on a long flight, if you've recently had surgery, if you're having chest pain, that you should call your doctor, get checked out. Because one of my favorite rappers from back in the day, mm. I think you've heard of him, Heavy D, 
Died from a blood clot. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do with it? Now that we, yeah, that was one of my favorite jams, right? And he's like, um, rub me up, rub me up, my little buttercup. Yeah. Tell me once again, what is the thing called love? Uh, he could, yeah. yeah, he could roll, man. Uh, Heavy D and the boys. I had that CD in, uh, I think I had Live in Large in like 1987. I was 12 or 13 years old. And then I remember uh, in 91 when he came out with the album with uh, Now That We Found Love, I had a big stereo in my room and I would jam that. That was a good one. I love it. So to all of you out there, I want you to hug your parents and take your medicine. Two things you can always count on. The doc is in. And the deacon speaks. We'd like to say thank you to, uh, to those that have raised us. Uh, you know, we continue to, uh, to look back on, on the experiences we had as children and, and, and how we grow as men. And we hope that when we're raising our children, um, they know that uh, they can always count on us as well. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Tucker Butler, not yet a father. Yep. Shout out to uh, Franchise, the father of the dog Pacino. That's right. And uh, shout out to our wives. Heck yeah. We love you, wives. Dad, Eddie, miss you. Peace. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market and brandness. That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show won't be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.